Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily. Uh, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by Alex Horn from Taskmaster. Yes. He's gone into the shirt sponsorship business. He told us why. He was on yeah, good form. He was. Uh, we've been having weekly chats with the boys on the Sweeper podcast. And Paul Watson was back. They turn up some magnificently quirky stories from stories, around the world. Yeah. Football-wise. And so we uh, we brought you those. And what else did we do today? We had a chat. We did. And he took a beautiful restaurant review. We had some readers' trousers. And we had a Paddy's challenge, <laughs> so true. which was quite humourable, as Stuart Pierce would say. <laughs> so anyway, here it all is. <laughs> good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And, of course, it is now getting into the uh, transfer window. It opens on June the 14th. There's a lot yeah. of speculation. It sure is. Luton want to sign Kieran Dewsbury-Hall yeah. uh, from Leicester. Just what he needs, two relegations in a row. Yeah. Oh, that's no need for that to no start need doing for that. that. No. Absolutely Look, it might not happen. Two of the teams stayed up uh, this year, didn't they? So... No, all, three all of them, them stayed. All up. of them stayed. All up. Them what stayed am I talking up. about? Yeah, all yeah, of them yeah. stayed up. Yeah. And Brentford have signed a Dutch goalie from Freiburg, and I was thinking a lot of people want to pay, want David Ray, and they want to pay forty million. Why bother? Just go and gazump Brentford and buy this bloke. Yeah, he's obviously good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a Brentford signing, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, of course. Uh, he kept thirteen clean sheets in thirty-four matches for Freiburg. That's the most in the Bundesliga. So, with respect, and I don't know, they may be well beaters, but with a Freiburg defence in front of him, he still had the best record for clean sheets in the Bundesliga. That is the secret of their success. He's obviously they, they very look good, at isn't the he? Numbers and the, yeah. you know, it's money ball, but it works. It certainly works for Brentford uh, and, and for Brighton. I've got the uh, perfect. I've been reading about the Irish cricketer Harry Tector, who's going to be playing the Harry. Uh, what Harry Tector? His name is Tector. Tector. T E C T O R. Harry yeah. Tector. Harry Tector. Yeah. I've got the perfect rap name for him. Yes, I'm calling him Metal D. Oh, that's, that's very good. Thank you. Yeah. Like Does he rap? I mean, has he got I have any no rap? No idea. He's a very good chops? player. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That'll different. be an interesting game because you know what Ireland do. Whenever they're playing England, they raise their game. Oh, yeah. So they did last time. So I think it'll be quite an yeah. interesting, interesting test match. Uh, the story about uh, Spurs charging a two pound twenty-five booking fee. Three pound twenty-five. Three pound twenty-five. Yeah. Sorry. On top of a thousand-plus season. Yeah. Ticket. Thanks. Is Daniel Levy trolling the fans? Is that serious? Well, I, I, I don't know where Jamie Redknapp. I mean, it was. I don't know if you heard his comment the other day. It was absolutely inspired, and mm. I think kind of summed it up. If only I could find it, because I'm sure I had a copy of it somewhere the other. It was a beautiful line from Jamie. See if I can find it, and okay. uh, it seemed to fit the Tottenham fan experience. And can I find it now? No, I can't. Um, now it's interesting you bring that up, Andy, mm. because I know exactly how long I've got to renew my season ticket. I've got. One day, five hours, nine <laughs> minutes, and 37, you're 36, you're going to the 35, wire. 34 seconds. I know that because I've had an email from Tottenham uh, in the last hour that tells me, with a countdown clock, how long I've got left. You'll get your money. You'll get your money in all good time. You'll get your money, you'll get your money tonight because I'm not risking the system crashing tomorrow. You're getting it as late as possible. And I know that's cutting off my nose despite my face because that little bit of interest you got from my two season tickets would have gone and got Nagelsmann and uh, a load of great players because that's the way it tends to work, oh, of course. Yeah, sure. But this is, my, this is the only way I can protest. I can't not do it. And I know a lot hmm. of people who haven't. And I'll tell you what, last season did focus the mind. 
But yes, I've now got one hour, uh, sorry, one day, five hours, nine minutes, and 49 seconds. You can't let it so go, though. You know, you, I mean, I didn't enjoy it. Well, it's part of the fabric Chelsea of what you do, and you, you just got to, haven't you? What it has you been do? for, you know, over. 50 years so it's very very difficult to leave behind and there are a lot mm. of pitfalls from going out of other businesses and going into football and lots of people who've done that have said you know I, I wasn't ready for football as a business I'd run my business as a business and I went into football and everything all of that went out the window plenty of people have had their pockets emptied mm. really from the world of, of football but it also so the upside of it is the emotional sell I think mm. I think that Daniel Levy's family had, a, had, had lots of menswear shops yeah and and in those days, if you sold someone uh, an iffy pair of jeans uh, in Mr. Byright, which I think was part of their empire... <laughs> a very good shop. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go somewhere else. I know it was. But I'd go somewhere else to get my Brutus gold. I'm saying I'm not going back there anymore yeah, because they've got a slightly point, yeah. shonky pair of jeans. In fact, 11 of them. Um, <laughs> so, but you no, don't, One pair was very good, but they refused to go to another this emotional shop. Set, normally, <laughs> after what I witnessed, you know, after those shonky pairs of Brutus Gold I had to witness last year, it doesn't really work, this analogy, I've lost it, haven't I? But you know what I mean? But I'm still going back. I'm going back into Mr. Byright slash the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> well, and that's are. where they've got me by the short and curlies. Because you, you, you never know, do you? No. That's I mean, it's, it's, well, I kind of do, but that's not the point. It's mm. kind of part of the fabric socially of what you do the people you meet it's something you've always done so that must be the upside I'm sure there's plenty of downsides I'm sure there's a lot of uh, people at the, the top of the football the manager's thing's gone saying. quite hasn't it after um, last week's sort of excitement about Arno <clears throat> Slot and then he yeah. turned it, Arno, Arno Slot yeah. Arno. he wasn't an Arno <laughs> He was Arna, Arna. Slot. Yeah, not, Arna. not that I care. He's dead to me, to be honest. So, Arna who? Yeah. Um, but I still think it might be Luis Enrique, I've got a few. Yeah. But I would go, if it was me, left field, I'd go with the guy from River Plate, Gallardo. Well, we're going to talk about him later on. If they, if the, maybe they can transfer the statue mm. from uh, from River Plate to Tottenham, it's got quite an interesting bulge on it. It's an eye catcher, mm. but the manager himself is very happy with it. He'll be telling us, uh, well, he won't be. Tim Vickery will be telling us more about it <laughs> later on. One of the managers they've looked at is uh, the Fiorentina coach Vincenzo Italiano, and I was sitting here with Charlie <laughs> the other day. Name. I know <laughs> it's, it's made up, isn't it? It's like saying from, <laughs> from that can't be his name. Pro Evo. <laughs> But um, yeah, Vincenzo Battagliano. Um, yeah, Battagliano. No, Italian. Italiano. Yeah, Vincenzo. So, so like Italian Vince. Sergio Spaniard. Yeah, yeah, that's that it. Sort of name, yeah. Espana, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So and anyway, so the reason I bring that up is I said to Charlie said to me, "You're interested in Vincenzo Italiano," and I thought, "Oh, okay. He's done very well at Fiorentina, <laughs> yes. and I'm not poo-pooing." Vincenzo Italiano. You don't want another Italian manager. But though. Charlie did make the point he does sound like a kind of knockoff market designer range. He <laughs> does. You know, oh, that's a nice jacket. Yeah, where'd you get that? What is it? He said it looks like a boss. No, I've got it in the market. It's Vincenzo Italiano. So he's right, Charlie, isn't he? It's got that. Oh, that's nice. What's that what's the little, little monogram there on the on your breast pocket? Oh, VI, that's, uh, oh yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> I'd wear that. That's Vincenzo Italiano, that's, <laughs> it looks nice, that, yeah, yeah. Don't, nice. don't, you know, don't wear it near an open fire. <laughs> you go up like an old settee. But, um, yeah, it only costs, still, oh, yeah, 15 that's very good. Yes, sort of thing they'd sell in the market in Warford. <laughs> On market day no, in East Enders. So we just wondered if you've got any other sports stars um, or d people in the world of football that sound like knockoff uh, designer ranges from the market. Yeah, that's the hard-hitting news agenda we're leading with today. Um, the hidden talents Darren of... Darren England. Do you think the Darren England range? <laughs> yeah, <That's> tweets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be... Okay, that's nice, yeah. I'm looking for something for Cheltenham. Okay, just come over here. Have a look at this. this the Darren England range. Uh, Harris Tweed. Uh, okay, well, uh, not, it's not really... It, it gives you all the itching and discomfort of Harris Tweed without the quality. All your legs come up in a rash. That's not good. But it, it's a fifth of the price. Mm. So uh, do let us know this afternoon. We've got other stuff to run past. Who knew... Uh, Julian Lopetegui was a top uh, steak chef. Well, I don't think he was that the, good. Worked in the steak. He was the salt though. bay of football. We had no idea. <laughs> we'll tell you more about that later on because uh, we've got plenty to get stuck into today. Um, but we would like to hear from you on the Vincenzo Italiano ranges. And Andy's kicked us off, taking us in a very good direction, I think, with the with the Cheltenham range on the market stall. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
Vincenzo Italiano. Um, he is an <clears> Italian <throat> football coach who could be going to Spurs, doing a very good job at Fiorentina. Charlie Baker, our old mate, says he sounds like sort of a knockoff ranger getting the market. Um, and you've been, uh, yeah, there's some other nice ranges. The Marco Verratti gear is quite good at Wembley Market, <laughs> says Paul Forrestal. Uh, the Tord Grip Workwear range, says Rob in, uh, in Royal Hillsborough, should definitely do that. Uh, if you want some heavy duty work boots, Carlin Wolf suggested a pair of Western McKennies. He did certainly play like he was wearing them <laughs> at Leeds. And, yeah, I don't know how they were brilliant yeah. in the World Cup. I don't yeah, know just, uh, they, mm. weren't in, they weren't impressed. I think they get, yeah. even the Leeds fan gave him a bit of a send-off when he was substituted. Right. Uh, Calvin Phillips, boxer shorts and pants down <laughs> the market. Very good, They're yeah. very good. <laughs> Solid support in the middle, says Neil in Waltham Abbey. Thank you for that. Um, WG, what have we got? Honey WG Grace, says Andy <laughs> Newport. That one's for John. Um, X Factor cricketers JLS Laxman from Mike in Birmingham. So we may have exhausted those. So <laughs> we want more of those um, footballers and people in football that sound like knockoff market gear. They needn't all be Italians, I think. And the Darren England range, of course, by Andy of the the tweeds. You Cheltenham, you get a complete Beautiful. Cheltenham outfit for under fifty quid in the market. So Dermot O'Leary Constantine, fantastic. There we are, Pete. Well done, Louis Courtney Walsh said Stephen Maidstone. See, John only has to say that and off it goes. <laughs> See, that'll take care He's of you. fire. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That, of course, is the Taskmaster uh, theme music, fine series. Very excellent series uh, ongoing yeah, at the really moment. enjoying it. Mm. And uh, they're going to be adorning uh, the shirts, the Taskmaster logo of Chesham United. That's because uh, creator of Taskmaster... Uh, Alex Horn is a Chesham United fan. Is he a director? I don't know. I, I think he has a, he has some kind of role at the club. <laughs> Let him tell us. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Are Good you thanks. on the board, Alex? Is, is that the? Are you? I, I am. Yeah. I'm a director of the club. I go to board meetings. I've never been to a board meeting in my life till till I joined the board. And uh, I wear. I don't wear a suit, but I have to wear a coat because there's no heating in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? So is What's it like suddenly being in a football board meeting? It's like a pinch yourself moment, isn't it? It really is. It's sort of everything you want it to be. I, I mean, I, I'm so happy doing it. It's, it's it's brought me more happiness in the last year than I think anything in my life ever before. <laughs> um, because yeah, you get to go behind the scenes. You get to go in a little room at half time where Ray will bring you tea and coffee and biscuits. Um, there is because it's 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 a non seating. There are about two hundred seats there. But the directors can sit if they want. Mm. But I, I never have because it's. Um, I, I think I'm the youngest of the directors. We put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but the meetings are great. The, the the chairman I get on very well with. He's called Peter Brown, and he gets it done quick. The meetings are over and done with, forty five minutes. Uh, but we can make genuine changes. We're and we're, we're trying to bring the ladies team and the youth team all together. So we have one Cheshire United. So it it does feel like, it's not just for the sake of this sort of conversation. Yeah. I, I can actually make things happen, like this shirt business, which mm. is so easy for me to just say, yeah, you can use the word Taskmaster, and suddenly we're talking about the club and getting people hopefully through the game. Yeah, I mean... The shirts will be a collector's item, I they? imagine they will. I mean, have you had? Have you already seen a, uh, a bit of an interest? Are they for sale yet, or will they be you taking advanced orders, Alex? Well, the, typically, we're not quite as organised as we should be. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of interest, and people like you say, from around the world, want to get their hands on them because Taskmaster is quite a weird, uh, culty, a sort of global culty thing. So it does help. So, yeah, I think we will sell a lot, but they're not. They, it takes eight weeks to print them. So um, they're not available till, well, the first game is 5th of August. So it has to be available for them. But, yeah, I think we are doing pre-orders, but you have to literally email a man called Ryan. <laughs> I did love the the, the the official announcement. We're very pleased to have the Taskmaster's name adorning the sternums of the mighty Chesham. It's got to be the first time the word sternums has been used in a in a sponsorship announcement, I would think. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny. You have conversations between the PR department of the television programme and the PR department of the club, which, again, is Ryan. So the, the language is often very difficult. It's yeah, we're, we're marrying two different worlds, and I'm the middleman between them. <laughs> I did have so the idea. Far, oh, go on. No, I was just saying, both parties so far are up for a laugh. That's mainly what it is. It's, it's having a laugh yeah. and trying to promote non league football. And, uh, it, you know, the idea is not to promote Taskmaster. I should make that clear. We're hoping this benefits the club. We, we're not getting any 
sales of the shirts, all the money goes to the club. You know, mm. that, that's the idea. So hopefully we're doing a nice thing and and a, and, and a, a fun thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, this idea that the match day programme could be like the Taskmaster task with a seal on it. Yes, well, yeah, the shirt's got the little seal on it, which is uh, nice. Yeah, just uh, below um, the sternum. Just, just below the sternum. <laughs> That's it. Um, what sort of season did you have last year, Alex? Uh, the best for 12 years. Then we got to the playoffs, lost mm-hmm. away to um, Bracknell. Uh, an unfortunate goal in extra time. So, um, But it was good. It was an exciting season. But the FA Cup and the FA Trophy is what kind of makes a season financially for a non-league club. So we're constantly looking forward to the next season as soon as you go out you're thinking okay next next season's the one but no very happy season we're getting a lot of people through the door and uh we've done a couple of big comedy football games there and we've actually got luton coming down on the 25th of july oh brilliant mm. premier league opposition for chesham so that's what that's uh on the calendar that'll be good let's hope they bring a they bring luton and not a luton 11 now they're a premier league so you may see a luton 11 <laughs> hopefully that'll yeah. include a few familiar faces my children are worried that it's not going to be the luton team but i'm saying to everyone mm. Cheshire versus Luton. Yeah. Premier League versus seventh tier. Yeah. We've got some good players, although we have lost our captain. We lost uh, Jean-Mal Prosper, Jammers, who's our best player. But So we're, we're on the lookout, if you know of any uh, replacements for a sturdy Fabinho-like CDM. Where's he, where's he <clears throat> gone? Has he moved up? I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Slough. Oh. <laughs> the Man City of non-league. Yeah, just yeah. hoovering up all the stars. <laughs> it's a real blow. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. So uh, this this current series uh, going from strength it's to strength. the last one, isn't it? Tomorrow night. Yes, it's, it's it been, been a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I always sort of. I mean, it's going too far to say fall in love, but I do sort of fall in love with the with the gang mm. each time. And and this lot, I don't know. There's, there's a really good chemistry between Frankie Boyle and Ivo Graham and Jenny. It's a, it's an mm. odd mix thing with Jenny and then May Martin and Kyle Smith Bino makes me laugh every single time. So yeah, it's, it's been a good one. Yeah. Uh, and every time, what happens is that the first episode, all the viewers go, "Oh, I much prefer the last lot." Yeah. And then by by the end, they go, "Ah, oh, can't believe we've got to get rid of this lot." So um, yeah, they've done well. They've done well this lot. It's going to be a junior task, Mas. I'm quite interested in that because you've always, apart from I think there was a charity one where it was non comedians. You've always mm-hmm. resisted that, haven't you? That it's basically comedians who take part for obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, we've done a couple of. Done a couple of Christmas specials with the likes of Shirley Ballas, and that proved to us you don't have to be funny. Hmm. Um, not, no offense to Shirley, but uh, <laughs> we've, we've done a run through with these kids, and uh, Mike Wozniak is me, and Rose Matafeo is the taskmaster. And it's it's a slightly different dynamic, but we're trying to put these yeah. kids in the grown up world and not treat them lightly. And if they do badly, we'll tell them because they want that as well. They know the show, and uh, kids. They do have good imaginations. This, they are similar to comics in that they just say the first thing that comes to their head. They work on instincts. So I have high hopes. I've got children about the same age myself and test things on them all the time. So, yeah, I think it should be fun. You know, Harry Hill is our, well, he's one of my uh, heroes, mentors, whatever. And the job he does on Bake Off is oh, brilliant. so brilliant. Mm. I think. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. And that's a show. It's not for children to watch, but children can watch it. Hopefully it's a family show, 8 o'clock, I think, something like that. So, um yeah, it should be. It should be fun. Excellent. So uh, tomorrow night, and uh, nine o'clock, uh, you can yes. catch Taskmaster. Uh, go to CheshireUnited.co.uk. All the details of the shirt sponsorship are there. Is a man called Ryan. You can contact him. And yeah. uh, and can I ask what's 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 the sponsor that sticks in your mind? Because I'm a candy and brown paints guy. Mm. Oh, Have you got a favourite? Yeah, I'm trying to... That's Autoglass. The, that was your, yeah. your favourite. And we had Holston for many years, the very sweet, strong lager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know who TW Drainage sponsored in 2019? No. No. That's the Millwall sponsor, TW Drainage. TW, T-W Drainage. That's one of my favourites. There's a quiz lovely. in that. Sounds certainly. like a cricket. Yeah. T does from the pavilion end. TW drainage. <laughs> just needs a third initial. <laughs> Cheers, Alex. Good to talk to you. The share yes, sponsorship guy. goes well. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Speak soon. Bye. Alex Horn now, uh, director of Chesham United, Taskmaster host, comedian. Yeah, go and check it out. Chesham United. Go and have a look at the shirts. You can get your pre-orders in and raise some money for the club. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We are looking, by the way, for um, <clears throat> the football, people in the world of football that sound like knockoff market versions 
of uh, of fashion items of, of clothing. Yeah. Uh, this is because Vincenzo Italiano uh, is in the frame potentially to be the Tottenham manager. He's done a very good job at Fiorentina, but Charlie Baker pointed out a he pair did. of gabbiadinis. Yes, a pair, nice pair of gabbiadinis, <laughs> Marcos. Nice pair of Marcos you got there. But yeah, Vincenzo Italiano doesn't sound like it's a kind of knockoff Italian designer range in the market, as Charlie Baker pointed out last week. So let's have a few more of those. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet TSH and J. And when Andy started talking about Simon Cowell with uh, John Norman, our cricket correspondent, he came up with Simon Cowdery. Um, and you've leapt on that, as you always do. Uh, Andy said, come on, let's have your X-Factor cricketers. Fidel Jedwards. That's very good. That's very good, Joe. Well done, that's a nice one. Um, Ryland Sidebottom, says Neil from Cheltenham. Michael Holden, very good, says... Uh, well done, John, thank you for that. And um, Sean and all the edge went down the market and Salford got himself a beautiful Ralph Milne shirt. That's nice. Yes, <laughs> yeah. always nice. Ralph Milne. Is that, what's, that's a nice shirt. Oh, that's <laughs> a very nice shirt. Oh, it's a Ralph Milne. Um, see, they don't have to be Italian. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. And Smithy from Nottingham says, never mind Vincenzo Italiano. What about Alan Brasiliano? That would be a range for the fuller figure. Brasileiro. It would be, it'd be like a, in the high and mighty range, wouldn't it, for, for the fuller figure. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, so, Andy, well, any else you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, did you see this punter who won £37,000 from a £10 bet on nine games of the Premier League's final day? Mm. Brilliant. He did I, well to... I mean, final day predictions as, as the... Uh, the madness of the, the Saints-Liverpool game proved us so hard That's to do. That's probably the game they? he got wrong. Yeah, it probably <laughs> was. If I tell, if he had if he had that scoreline, fair play to him. It would do. But I've signed him up for next year's Fools panel. Oh, yes. He's going to be working for well, me. We'll keep our powder dry. We'll wait till Stan joins us on Friday in the slot where the Fools uh, panel. Modesty forbids me telling you <laughs> Of course it does. Uh, just yeah. keep our powder dry uh, on that. There was some good news for you, though, Andy, at the end of the season. But anyway, let's reveal all oh, okay. on the final day. Lovely. Oh, I see. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Um, I've been looking at readers' trousers. As I of like course you do. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit worrying. <laughs> I know. It sounds like you're sort of wandering <laughs> around the street. Today's offer. This is. We should point out what it is in case you. You know, this is Andy. He scours the predominantly the Mail and Express. That's that's the heartland yeah. of the readers' trouser. Um, and you'll find at the back a, a chance for people of a certain age to buy a comfortable, functional trouser, a singular, <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, at a bargain price. Yeah. To do the gardening in. Oh, very bargain. Um, and so you, you always you try, mm. you try and highlight them and you're impressed with the, the sort of stuff that the marketing <laughs> spiel, aren't you? I am, really, yeah. yeah. This one's got five smart col- colours. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's all right, five yeah. smart colours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, charcoal, acceptable. Sand, fine. Navy. Charcoal and sand. Well, just, charcoal colour. Yeah, they're not, they're not, yeah. That, they're not that exciting. Grey. Yeah. <laughs> but they're smart. Grey and beige. Grey and beige, navy smart. Mint. Who wears mint trousers? <laughs> Your trousers are mint. Yeah, they've <laughs> never seen anybody Vincenzo wear mint Italianos. trousers. They cost me 5 99 <laughs> in the market. 
Still. Do they have a gusset, these? Do they have a little elastic gusset in the back? <laughs> I, think elastic. So. I think they're... Are you in the elasticated waist, Jandy? Have you gone down that route? I have had a pair of <laughs> elasticated waists. <laughs> they're quite irritating, though, because they do slip down. You want a, you want something with a belt, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. No no question about it. <laughs> great in-depth somebody will be, somebody will be com- compiling this will be uh, mm. Simon, one of the TalkSport engineers who often looks after us on outside <laughs> broadcast. Because he compiles great big lists of... Um, Radio presenter saying the word trousers. trousers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll be in his collection. Yeah, you will be. Oh, I'm looking yeah, the forward Andy to Andy Jacobs trouser collection. I've probably got my own section. I'm sure, I'm sure you have. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The trouser mm. department, that's the, it. The 450 at Hamilton today. Oh, yeah, who's in it? Is the clean stay at Hampton by Hilton handicap. Nice. You think, well, what stay wouldn't be clean? They're not going to the filthy stay. <laughs> the filthy stay. <laughs> the dirty protest stay in the Hampton by Hilton. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I do love, he's actually a very good writer, this fellow. He writes um, restaurant reviews, but that, it's that thing where they have to come up with sort of adjectives that are just, no one speaks like this. So he's mm. talking about this menu uh, of, of, of African food. Yes. It's outwardly idiosyncratic, fair enough. Mm. Uh, lavishly sauced spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, and a griddle-warmed flatbread with an urgent riptide of you buttery... <laughs> urgent <laughs> riptide of buttery sweetness. Yeah. Well, no, you're not that. <laughs> no, I'm not, no. really. Um, then... Uh, an urgent riptide of buttery sweetness. <laughs> yeah. Really? I know. That, I like that. A hubcap platter of fragrant turmeric-tinted barley. <laughs> I've called you that many times, <laughs> haven't I? A perfunctory shredded lettuce. <laughs> All descriptions it's of all you. Rubbish. Thrillingly volatile, thrillingly volatile coriander spike green hot sauce. <laughs> a slumped hunk. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb shank. The rice is utterly magnetic. What sticks to your face? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Couldn't get it off the fork. Honestly, it's ludicrous. Yeah. The lamb thrumming with spice. It's not even a word. <laughs> I think, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, I'll look it up. Collapsing tenderness that lets you pull the bone free and sets it aside like a paleoithic artifact. Well, you're definitely one of those. Pulverizing to thrum. Oh, yeah, make a, a continuous no, no, rhythmic ridiculous. humming sound, Honestly, mate. It's just, no one talks like this. When you're eating, if you're out in a restaurant, something's delicious. You go, hmm, that's really lovely. It's delicious. That's one of the but, nicest things I've ever eaten. Yeah, but you can't write, I know, the, but you can't write the pork chops you were nice. You sit there going, oh, isn't this hummingly, thrummingly delicious? <laughs> no, t- I'm so glad they brought me a hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> I like my food served in a hubcap, oh, don't you? I'm sure somewhere in the, sort of in the Ace Caf or something like that, some of these places you go that have got a bit of a motoring theme, you can have your dinner served in a hubcap. They've probably done that. They've probably done that somewhere. I don't haven't fancy they? it myself. Yeah. Anyway, well done for that. Right. I, I, I mm. like see Andy. If, if all you've done is try and put me off that person's writing, no, I, li- I like the cut of his jib. I like I like his turn of phrase, and I like the That's many dis- the many descriptions of you. That's true. That feature really. in it. And uh, that's basically what you just read there is me reading your eulogy. <laughs> I've written all of that down. And for me, Andy was very much <laughs> thrumming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thrumming hubcap, <laughs> thrumming hubcap of lettucey goodness or whatever it was. I think that was yeah, really beautiful. Worked. But just as ridiculous is the world of fashion, as we used to hear from. Uh, rugby league man, he's, rugby league man, whatever happened to rugby league man, he got out reason. of the fashion business. He got, <laughs> I th- it just, he was disillusioned with the, ru- with the, uh, the fashion business. Rugby league man, he just, he sat, he just, I mean, front row. It, you know, it's quite hard to sit front row. And it's quite hard to play at front row. But front row at the Paris Fashion Show is every bit as hard Anna to play Winter. for Featherstone Rovers. What's her name? Anna Winter, Hillary, whatever her name is, with the glasses. You remember? Oh yeah. And Hillary, rugby league man, rugby league man, yeah, tremendous. Right. They, they were always there front row, and it was the <laughs> thumb up or thumbs it? down for all those designers. <laughs> anyway, today's times. I mean, Harriet Walker, I like her stuff, but this is mad. Okay, have you joined the khaki crowd yet? You soon whoa, will. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I won't. Yeah. It started with jackets. <clears throat> now the shade is everywhere. Yeah, I wear it at Fashion Week and on the school run. But you don't have to pay for high fashion. You can get down the market, as Nick, Nick in Chelmsford <laughs> did. I've just been, I've just gone into town, went down the market, got myself a night 
a nice mint pair of Tommy Tynan jeans. <laughs> that's good. That's beautiful, Nick. Yeah, Thank lovely, you. Yeah. He's gone mint. <laughs> yeah, it's gone mint. Mint denim. That's that's quite weird. <laughs> I went to that's my I went to my locus uh, country goods shop and bought myself matching Angus gun tweed jacket and cap. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. expensive but yeah, impressive. Yeah, says right. Don the weary Norwich that's fan. Very that's very good. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. What a lovely Louis Van Hall for my wife from a bloke mm. with a suitcase down Peckham Rye Market last week. Says Mark the Gooner. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday, Mark Laguna. Mm. Um, looking forward to going to the Derby in a nice pair of Todd Bowleys. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> I'm not. Well, no, I'm sure you're not. Yeah. Well, I think you'd be taking a little bit of a back seat. Yeah, so uh, do keep these uh, coming. We are uh, looking for uh, the items. Of, or we're looking for the things that sound like uh, football people with yeah. a bit of a, a knock-off market feel clothing-wise. Kicked off by Charlie Baker and his observation on the Fiorentina coach, possibly future Spurs coach, Vincenzo Italiano. He has gone very <laughs> route one, hasn't he? His real name. It really it does feel like a, <laughs> an only fools and horses name, doesn't it, really? There was a, a great front page of the Daily Star today. The... Uh, they had a story about a beluga whale has feared to be trained by one of Mad Vlad's spies, or Putin's spies, has been spotted after a four-year absence and is heading to Russia. This was an idea that some this whale had been trained by Russian... I don't Secret know how they service. do this. What does he do? I don't, I don't know what idea. He's a whale. Yeah. And what can mm. he do, really? But Surveillance well, I suppose surve- you could do it at sea. Yeah. But look at that. They, they, they found a beluga well, a lovely one, and they've given him a sort of Russian hat. Oh, yeah. No expense. <laughs> with the graphics. Why don't everybody on the graphics department? That must have taken them about 30 seconds. <laughs> Tremendous, isn't it? You've got 30 seconds to put a Russian out on a beluga whale. Yeah, I think I can do that. No problem at all. Brilliant, yeah. Not Good. industrial light and magic, that is it. Not George really, Luke, George Lucas won't George be George Lucas. George Lucas. It's George Lucas on the phone. Hello, Hello George. Yeah, sorry, it's all got a bit loose, isn't it? Never mind. Uh, is that you, Andy? Have you got oh, anything else? I think it else? is for now. In case, we, in case anybody else falls out, then I'll have nothing left. So, yeah. You have know. you seen um, Love Island can't go ahead without someone from the world of non-league football? Are you aware of this? I don't uh, think yes, they can make it serious. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hyde, good luck to Tyreek. He turns out for uh, Lewis uh, down on the south coast. Good side, good yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, good club, yeah. Um, 24-year-old semi-pro footballer. I've never had a girlfriend and I haven't been on holiday for ages, so Love Island is perfect. I love to see him saying to some woman, I play at the dripping pan. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. be much of a I'm a football, okay, where do you play? The American, no, the dripping pan. <laughs> it's, uh, if she knows our non-league football, if she's got any sense that... It's uh, massively popular, be... isn't it, Love Island? I've never seen it. It's not really meant for me, is it? Uh, no, you're no, not. I mean, not they're, they're going to do the... Did they our old mate Mike Parry wanted to be in the kind of rinky yes, version that was of a, Love That was Island. quite a good idea, really. A, a kind of the vets on the vet circuit. He's the Love Island Masters. The Masters <laughs> circuit. You'd be great there with your elasticated trousers. You'd be brilliant, Andy. I could, I could see you on that. Uh, I mean, he says, I enjoy colouring in books. When I'm just chilling at home, mm. I get my colouring pens out. It helps me relax. I don't know if we say this Parry. is no, not no. Mike Tyreek Hyde, who's on his way oh, to the sorry, house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So uh, <laughs> well, that was Mike Parry's pitch. That's the way to win the ladies <laughs> over. Get your colouring book out. We'll find out. It <laughs> yeah. could it could well be the way. So good luck to him. Hope it goes well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When in Lancaster down the market the other day bought the missus a lovely a David Prutton handbag for her birthday. <laughs> like that, Prutts. That's beautiful. Um, lovely. Some of the some of the knockoff uh, ranges that you're picking up from the market, from the world of football. <laughs> Keep those coming. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH. It's quite a stretch. Prutton to Prada, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is a bit. It is. From Prutton to Prada. Um, we are after uh, those this afternoon. Also... We thought it might be quite nice to have the hidden talents of the stars because I don't know if you're aware that Julian Lopetegui, the, the current Wolves manager, and Wolves fans will hope uh, that continues, um, is, a, is a man who loves a steak. Uh, the family worked mm. in steak restaurants for years in northern Spain. They, they owned them. Before he, um, before he uh, could play football, he'd have to go and work in the restaurant. One day, his mate turned up with a new football, he said, mm. and uh, his dad asked him to keep an eye on the steaks. He went out a kickabout, burnt the steaks, <laughs> 25 steaks, mm. top-end steaks. Uh, that cost him a good few weeks' pocket money, he said, but he's still massively into his food. And uh, he was talking about his mates of all the top chefs. So I imagine it must be like, if, like the catering. If he goes into mm. the lounges at Wolves, a lot of pressure on the old <laughs> chefs, isn't it? Yeah, there is. And Julian comes in the kitchen, he can cook better than you can. Mm. But um, so who knew? If he went round, he's massively into it, all the cuts, all the way it's 
cooked properly. And he said, I'd rather spend uh, money on food than I would uh, cars or anything else, so uh, or uh, or clothes, he points out. So um, the hidden talents of the stars... You can buy both. <laughs> yeah, kick, I think he can probably afford it. Kicking you off then is um, Steak Chef... Um, the Salt Bay of um, of the Black Country, <laughs> Julian Lopetegui. Have you ever seen the hidden talents of the stars from the world of football and beyond? You thought, well, who would have known? Unless I'd witnessed that with my own eyes. Mm. I had no idea. I had no idea they'd be good at that as well as as a sport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ian and the host of the footballs on Ian Stone has gone down the market this morning oh, yeah. and. Um, he, as an Arsenal fan, I'm guessing it's Chapel Street. He's gone down there and he's bought a lovely pair of Wesley for farmers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it sounds like rhyming slang. Yeah, it does a bit. Doesn't it? I don't want to work out what it is, just in case. Thank you, Ian. Um, yeah, keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 1889. Tweet TSH&J. Now, uh, the Sweeper podcast brings you some odd mm. tales oh, I like them. from uh, the world of football. And, and uh, the host of the show... Uh, join us uh, every week to just have a bit of a chat and give us some of the highlights of uh, this week's edition of The Sweeper. Paul Watson returns this afternoon, co-host of the podcast. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, guys. Nice, nice to be chatting to you yeah, again. Good to talk to mm. you again. We, we we featured this in our little intro because not many teams have an open-top bus parade after they've lost 9-1. <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> yes. So this happened in Luxembourg. Um, Mariska Merch won their second division, which is called the Division d'Honneur, which is a brilliant name, I think. Um, <laughs> and they also reached the final of the Luxembourg Cup, so they're having a brilliant season. Mm-hmm. Booked their open-top bus tour, thought, yes, it's going to be brilliant. Um, and then managed to lose 9-1 in their final la- uh, league game of the season. <laughs> yes. So they had a slightly unusual situation of, um, of having to go on this open-top bus tour, having been absolutely thrashed. But even weirder was that there were lots of accusations because this defeat actually put the team that beat them into the playoffs. Ooh. So there were, it was a huge goal difference swing. Oh. So oh, people dear. were saying, you know, was it rigged? Was it? But if it was, it was probably one of the most sort of cack-handed attempts to rig a match because you don't lose 9-1, do you? <laughs> it's pretty, that draws a little bit of suspicion, I think. Did they put out a weekend side? Is that what they did because they put the, the kids out because they'd been celebrating the title? Yeah, well, they had the cup final to come, oh, right. so they lost that as well. Oh, um, but oh, they God. they definitely looked like a team that had clocked out for the league season. Wow. Um, but quite funny because, by contrast, there's one that I've, I just saw yesterday that there's kind of the opposite that happened in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Al Ali Jeddah uh, were promoted and won the Division One uh, and refused to celebrate at all because they're one of the biggest clubs in Saudi Arabia. So, out of respect for their fans, they didn't celebrate. The, the title so they were still handed the trophy and just put it down on the floor and uh, just walked away that's Alex <laughs> Ferguson at Aberdeen yeah, <laughs> yeah I've final. never seen anything like it was a very Ferguson wasn't it you've won nothing yet lads yeah. but uh, I've never I've never seen a, a side do that before some of the players they, they they took a whole photo with it and in the photo it all looked really miserable as a yeah. sort of homage to the fact they shouldn't be in that division at all Brilliant, really. <laughs> Roy Keane would approve, wouldn't yeah, he? Definitely. That? definitely, yeah. Um, we're off to the British Virgin Islands. Mm. What's been happening in their cup competition? So their cup, the President's Cup, was won by Wallews. Now, if that sounds odd to say, that's because it is. Uh, that team is a misspelling that stuck. So what, what happened was, uh, years ago, British Virgin Islands was starting out as a, as a footballing nation in a way, sort of getting kit in. And they got kits printed for all their league teams. Now, the team was supposed to be called Wolves, but it came in with a misspelling. It said Wallews. So uh, the team, instead of sending it back, thought, we kind of like this, and they kept it. So if you look them up, they got the badge of a wolf, um, but they are called Wallews, and <laughs> they'll always be called that. Do they play in amber and black? Yeah, do they wear the gold yeah, and black, do they? No, I don't, I don't think it's like a Wolves-style kit. If you right. have a look at it, it's, um, I mean, actually, I, I should also make the note that the British Virgin Islands have some of the best kits in the world. So if you ever do fancy look at their Facebook page for their FA, you will just see brilliant kit after brilliant kit. Like One Love FC, which is a great name as well. Uh, One Love United FC have one of the most incredible kits in football. It's um, just beautiful. So please do treat yourself. I'm tempted now. I've got to look it up quick. (laughs) Their manager, Andy, by the way, we'll use, is a bloke called Stan Cavallis. It's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Very weird how that happened. Um, Okay. It's a bit, bit niche. Um, so, Kazakhstan, we're off to Kazakhstan, um, which you say uh, holds a bit of a record. Yeah, so we've got, coming up now in, I think, a week's time, we've mm. got the longest away day in top flight football. So we got 2,155 mile trip for an away match. Um, and that would 
well, you know, that is the longest in our top flight football. But actually, when I was looking this up, it was dwarfed by second tier football where FC Baltica in Russia played against uh, Khabarovsk. And that was a 14,000 kilometer away trip. So by comparison, it's relatively mild, but it is the longest in uh, top flight football. Uh, they still again, get all you. Br- is that all you bring away? You'd still be tempted. <laughs> you'd still be tempted, isn't it? As, as a fan base, yeah. You would, and you get these in the Coupe de France. So the Coupe de France has the most amazing thing. You know, the French Cup. Mm. They invite all the overseas territories to play, and if they get far enough, they play. They join up into the French mainland. So you you do get Tahitian teams and the New Caledonia teams playing in the French Cup, and so those away days are again, you know, eleven thousand kilometers. And interestingly. The teams get asked if they'll do it. You know, they get told, will, if you get drawn this, this tie, will you do it? And you can volunteer. And so you always get one of these French teams that are, you know, third, fourth, fifth tier French team who go to Tahiti <laughs> very reluctantly. Uh-huh. Oh, if we have to, we'll go to Tahiti. And um, yeah, that probably is the longest trip in, in domestic football, I think. That would be good. In, if, in the FA Cup, we had like Everton versus Port Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Off to the Falklands. Sean coming back. Oh, we're not happy. Two one losing two one. It just. But I mean, yeah, it would be nice if we had the sort of links. That was, it's mm. unlikely. I can't. I can't see that happening. Um, yeah, after, they'll have to bring back replays, wouldn't they? If they yeah. did that, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> bring them back to the Falklands. <laughs> yeah. So um, where next? Oh, yeah, you got an Italian story for us from the lower reaches of Italian football. Yeah, and we, we all love a good pitch invasion. I think we talk mm. about the toddler who invaded the Finnish game the other day. And yeah. there was a weird parallel uh, in a certain way that in the Italian third tier, a team called Lecco um, had just conceded a late goal in the playoffs, uh, in the first leg of the playoffs, a very controversial penalty in that it clearly wasn't a penalty. Uh, and their president came onto the pitch uh, to protest. But the interesting thing is, he can barely walk, he's on a walking stick. So he hobbled onto the centre of the pitch, shattered the odds, and then realised he couldn't actually get off the field very easily. So they had to bring on his mobility scooter. And um, because he was so angry, he sort of just proceeded to veer around the pitch, shouting the odds at various people. Uh, it took him ages to get off the field. Absolutely ages. It's amazing to watch. So this guy, Paolo Di Nuno, uh, managed to basically, yeah, take about 20 minutes to get off the pitch, but all the time just protesting this penalty decision. Yeah. So it would have been the next series of Phoenix Night when they had Phoenix Knights FC and Brian Potter would have been on the pitch, wouldn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would have been good, fantastic. So, um, <clears throat> Paul, the latest sweeper, when, when's that, when's that uh, out for people to listen to? So fresh out today. Right. Yeah, so it's, exactly. uh, at, yeah, we're at SweeperPod on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Paul underscore C underscore Watson. You, you can find us on all the usual places you listen to podcasts. We're, we've got a kind of retro football logo with a sort of blue background. Um, yeah, and that's the sweeper. If you fancy stories like this, there's loads more of them as well. <laughs> and you found that shirt. That's Andy. One Loves Kit. It's one amazing, loves, isn't it? It is a lovely kit. Very neon. Fantastic. Beautiful, oh, wow, isn't that, it? That is a beauty. Can, I mean, is that available to buy anywhere? Do you know? The old One Love Kit. I, mean, I imagine it's quite difficult to track down. I'm, I reckon I could probably find one for you. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm not> sure. <laughs> Shirt broker. Um, cheers, Paul. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks very much. Lovely. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, Paul Watson there from uh, the Sweeper podcast. If you like stories yeah, like that stories. and you want those ones fleshed out and lots more like them, then go and check out the Sweeper this week. Um, Simon in Lancaster down the market the other day bought the missus a lovely... A David Prutton handbag for her birthday. <laughs> like that, Prutts. That's beautiful. Um, lovely. Some of the some of the knockoff uh, ranges that you're picking up from the market, from the world of football. <laughs> Keep those coming. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH. Stretch Prutton to Prada, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is a bit. It is. From Prutton to Prada, um, we are after uh, those this afternoon. Also, we thought it might be quite nice to have the hidden talents of the stars because I don't know if you're aware that Julian Lopetegui, the, the current Wolves manager, and Wolves fans will hope uh, that continues, um, is, a, is a man who loves a steak. Uh, the family worked mm. in steak restaurants for years in northern Spain. They, they owned them. Before he um, before he uh, could play football, he'd have to go and work in the restaurant. One day, his mate turned up with a new football, he said, mm. and uh, his dad asked him to keep an eye on the steaks. He went and had a kickabout, burnt the steaks, <laughs> 25 steaks, mm. top-end steaks. Uh, that cost him a good few weeks' pocket money, he said, but he's still massively into his food, and uh, he was talking about his mates of all the top chefs. So imagine... 
It must be like if like the catering, if he goes into mm. the lounges at Wolves, a lot of pressure on the old <laughs> chefs, isn't it? Yeah, there is. And Julian comes in the kitchen, he can cook better than you can. Mm. But um, so who knew? If he went round, he's massively into it, all the cuts, all the way it's cooked properly. And he said, I'd rather spend uh, money on food than I would uh, cars or anything else, so uh, or, uh, or clothes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paddy Power. 18 plus, be Yes, time now for Paddy's Challenge, our quiz for charity in association with our friends and official betting partner, Paddy Power. In Paddy's Challenge, we put our sporting knowledge to the test with a chance of raising lots of cash for our nominated charities. I'm playing for the Sporting Memories Network and Andy's raising funds for the Willow Foundation and helping to manage mm. proceedings and ensure fair play is our guest referee, not mm. Mr Ben Fletcher, who's sunning himself this yeah. week, but our producer, uh, John Cadogan. Talkie's finest. Hello. Yeah. Yes, Hello. Yes, Fletcher's in, in Corsica. I know. Uh, an a... island known for its uh, short tyrants. Uh, that, that... Obviously, Napoleon's birthplace. <laughs> it's quite appropriate, really. It is. That is very yeah. true. That's why he's gone there to mark the great man's uh, birthday. <laughs> are you going yeah. to do some Fletcher style bridge burning? I'm yes. not. No. Good. I've, right. uh, I've, got more, I've got more to lose, I think. <laughs> yeah, than you uh, anyway, yes, it's Paddy's challenge. You're each going to be asked uh, three multiple choice questions posed mm. by the voice of Paddy Power, Alistair yeah. McGowan. The winner, obviously, the player that scores the most points in the event of a tie. You're both going to win the chance to raise some charity cash. Last time we played last week, it was a draw. Uh, you both had a fiver as a place. Paul, you went with uh, Brighton, uh, Man City to win in a draw. Andy, you said both teams would score in that same game. On the night, both teams did score. Both, uh, the game did end in a draw. Ooh. So you both won some money. Paul, uh, you raised 20 quid for the Sporting Memories Network and Andy, £7.50 for the Willow Foundation. So let's see if we can raise some more charity cash Yes, let's do. Uh, in this week's Paddy's Challenge. We've just got to decide who goes first. Fletch does uh, something called a virtual coin toss. I don't really know what that is, but I've got a actual coin. Good. It's a euro, I'm afraid, so don't tell Talk Radio. They'll be furious. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's see what we've got. You want to call Andy? Um, is there a heads? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course is. there is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a euro. There's a heads. That's the yeah, equivalent of heads. Yeah. yeah. Heads. It's uh, it has it is heads. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's well went well. <laughs> the, the toss took longer than the quiz. That was very complicated. <laughs> I think it's a head. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, a head. It's fine. Really yeah, yeah, first or second, Andy? I'll go. I'll take the easy questions. I'll go first. All right. There are no well, easy let's... questions, but Andy, let's get your question number one. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Having scored 30 goals in this year's campaign, Marcus Rashford's target for next season has been revealed by Eric Ten Hag. What did he say he thinks the tally should be across all competitions? A. 31 goals. B. 50 goals. Or C. 40 goals. I'd say 31 on the theory that he goes one better and he has a good season. Really? Not much of a target, is it? (laughs) You scored 30 this year. Okay, I'll set you a challenge. Score one more goal. Oh, you'd be a great man motivator, <laughs> wouldn't you, Andy? I want one more goal for him. It's 100 grand bonus. You'll definitely want to join United. This is normally where Fletch gives you some context, but as you can see from my sheet, I don't think the bloke's bothered this one. No, so I don't it's got think an empty, he has. It's got I would have gone 40. So, yeah, I can't give you any more information. What, did it, what uh, was it? It was uh, 40. It was yeah. 40. Yeah. It was another 10 yeah. goals out of the lad, I'm guessing. Good luck uh, with that. So, Paul, your chance to go 1-0 <laughs> up. Okay. Manchester United's David De Gea has won the Premier League Golden Gloves Award. How many clean sheets did he have a hand in this season? Eh, See? A, 13, B, 15, or C, 17? I don't know why 17 seems to ring a bell. 17. Good one. Yeah, Yeah. I knew that. That was the answer, of course. I should have gone for the easy ones, Uh, Andy. It was uh, 17. I've got nothing to add. So okay, let's, uh, let's, just, let's just move on. No context. Is there a no context quiz from Paddy Power? <laughs> <laughs> How many of Lionel Messi's now 43 trophies were won with Barcelona? A. 35. B. 28. Or C. 22. So you've got to take his ones that he's won with Argentina, which is the world. And throw them in the bin. Copper Libertadores. Pluffy said. Then you've got what he's won at PSG, a couple. So that's about four or five. What was the... Uh... <laughs> it was do you want to do the toss again? <laughs> <laughs> it was A35, B28 or C22. 28. Oh, dear, oh, 35, dear. 35, is it? Yeah, yeah, it was 35. You were yeah. there. Yeah. You, you sort of had the maths, but uh, still gave the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's on fire. It doesn't matter. I want to see one better than you in this quiz coming up next. I'm very hard. I'm like Eric Ten Hag. Uh, Paul, your question number two and a chance to win it. Lionel Messi scored for PSG in their league home draw versus Strasbourg and effectively secured another title for the team. 
It's the 43rd trophy of his career, meaning he joins which former Barcelona teammate as the most decorated player in history? A. Maxwell B. Dani Alves or C. Andres Iniesta yeah, I'd go Iniesta mm. Good one yeah. mm. Okay that's, that's Yeah, the, that's, that's Thanks not, John oh, for, oh, dear, That's oh, not the answer that I've got Oh hang on, is that wrong? <laughs> oh, it's wrong It's wrong Oh, oh dear, oh dear Yeah, I think no, Becky's making up for it by firing in the, in every wrong answer Just yes. press enough buttons <laughs> one, one will be right in the end <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> it was Danny Alves Danny Alves, oh, yeah. okay uh, so Still 1-0, I'm still in it It is still 1-0 So Andy, yes, you can bring it back here Oh dear, oh dear Josh Windass followed in his dad Dean's footsteps by scoring in the 123rd minute to win the League One playoff trophy for Sheffield Wednesday and secure the team's return to the championship. How many years has it been since Windass Senior, now 54, scored Hull's winner against Bristol City to seal promotion to the Premier League for the Tigers? A. 20 years B. 15 years or C. 10 years well, it's got to be, he can't be 10, he wasn't 40, 40. I'm going 20 years. Oh, Andy. Oh, dear, oh, dear. 15, <laughs> 2008. You was had it? the maths yeah. and well, still gave the wrong answer. I, so, I saw that win, it was a great moment, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah, yeah, fantastic, yeah. Paul, oh, I've done brilliantly uh, this week. <laughs> yeah, just, really just well. for fun, really. This. The whole thing's run yeah. pretty pretty seamlessly. And the, the highlight of this has been, has been John really explaining why the answers were correct I really enjoyed that aspect I love the dead air after he said correct okay what's next um, there's a few memos after this, uh, yeah, this edition definitely. going out I think uh, let's just get your question number three just for fun yeah just for fun Yeah. as the Premier League season draws to a close more than £2.5 billion in prize money and broadcast revenue is being split between the 20 clubs how much is it estimated Man City will rake in for winning the Premier League A £200 million B one hundred and sixty million pounds, or C, one hundred and twenty million pounds. Hundred and hundred and sixty. Good one. Oh. Yeah, correct. This is the one bit of context I've got. If you want it, yeah, go on then. It will rise to an estimated two hundred and seventy million if they do the treble. Yeah, needn't have bothered. There you go. So, no, really. so there we are. Uh, a two-nil victory for yeah, me, John. Yeah, so you win. So all you've got to do is choose what you're going to place your free £10 bet from Paddy Power on for charity. I'm expecting the game tonight to be goalless at full time on 90 minutes. Sounds a cracker. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> going to be a cagey affair. Good. Well, we'll see how you get on uh, next week. We'll reveal the winner and the season totals as well. Oh, that's good. Fantastic for our charities. So we can finish with a flourish. Can't hardly wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, John. Thanks very much for yes, stepping well played, in. John. You're welcome. Uh, that was Paddy's Challenge. Thanks to our friends at Paddy Power 18 plus begambleaware.org. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, there we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. We will go again. Um, yes, tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. You'll be here, won't you? I we'll will. Have, we will have a birthday spread. Charlie's going to come down the line for the birthday spread, allowing him to read all the birthdays out of the papers. Those do expect him to win. <laughs> of course not. So uh, do hope you can join us uh, from one. If not, the podcast, as always, will be available around four. Oh, yeah. If you're a fan of Colin from Accounts, the TV show Colin from Accounts, do tune in because we'll be uh, chatting to Harriet Dyer. And, uh, and her husband Patrick, who wrote and star in the series, we're very much looking forward to that. Yeah. So do join us tomorrow for that. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four PM on Talksport. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.